You're listening to Louder Builder, a podcast dedicated to marketing in the building services industry. Here's your host, Rusty George. Hi, I'm Rusty George and welcome to Louder Builder. This podcast is a component of an information resource library that we're building over at louderbuilder.com dedicated to anybody that's interested in better promoting their companies that just so happen to be in the building services industry. If you're the owner or CMO or marketing manager of a construction company or an engineering firm or a subcontractor like a paver, a roofer, a fabricator, or a material supplier, and you're asking yourself, I know I need to do something because it seems like my competition is everywhere and they're advertising themselves, but where the heck do I even begin? Well, this program is catered specifically towards you. And let's kick off the whole conversation with a $10 million question, which is probably on your mind. What the heck does marketing even look like for companies like mine in the B2B building industry anyways? I mean, the biz dev playbook in the building industry hasn't really changed since the dawn of time. It's all about hunting down the RFP databases for opportunities to submit proposals and then working your contact list for referral leads. And every once in a while, you get this random email or phone call from a qualified prospect that wants to start a project based solely on your team's reputation for doing great work. And when you mention air quotes marketing, you think, well, I checked that website box a couple of years ago. And on Fridays, when we're all wearing our team colors, we get a picture around the reception desk and we post it to Facebook. And then I got my sales team that's chasing business. Realistically, what else is there? It's not like other industries like retail or software or some guy selling sock monkeys online. I mean, a procurement manager isn't going to award you a $50 million infrastructure project because you posted a 10% off to the first 100 people that reply offer on Instagram. The B2B industry is just that. It's businesses talking to businesses. It's about constantly expanding and working your network. It's not about throwing out a huge net and then dragging in shrimp by the tons. Filling the project pipeline above and beyond the RFP process is about casting a lure in front of where you hope that the bigger fish are swimming and then having the patience and the consistency, keeping the bait fresh and attractive in the form of you know building those relationships so that hopefully and eventually he decides when he gets hungry to go for your hook when the opportunity presents itself over the dozens of others that are dangling in front of him. However, in my experience and possibly yours, if you ever actually want to take any initiative to get in front of more of those big beautiful bass out there, any research that you do online, whether or not it's podcasts or blogs or videos, most of them, if not all, seem to be catered more to the sock monkey guy and have nothing to do with the building industry. I was laughing, I was listening to this podcast where they were interviewing the CMO of a major rum company that we all know, and he was bragging about how he was building brand awareness and customer loyalty on social media by throwing this huge beach party at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Vegas. And I was chuckling going, yeah, I wonder how this would go if I pitched this idea to a local gravel company that I'm working with right now. So I thought, what if somebody with the right mix of knowledge and experience in both the marketing and building industries took the time and effort to procure all the modern tactics and methodologies and strategies out there and then pruned away all the stuff that doesn't apply and distill it down to pragmatic and actionable advice and insights that builders like you could actually use, which is where I come in. And I'm sure you're asking, well, who's this guy that thinks he knows what he's talking about? As I said, my name is Rusty George, and I've been in the advertising, branding, marketing field for over 30 years. And as a matter of fact, I consider my first official project was designing a logo for a gentleman who then turned around and paid for my junior prom. 
And since then, I've owned my own creative agency for over two decades, and in this time, I've seen the whole concept of advertising and marketing get flipped on its ear in this fairly new digital age. Then again, I've been around long enough to have the perspective about what really drives audiences to connect with your brand on a core emotional gut level. Now, when I started my agency, I decided to plant stakes in the scrappy, gritty, industrial port town of Tacoma, Washington, which is about 40 minutes south of Seattle. And it's always had that plain Jane, kid sister to the prom queen to the north kind of reputation, which a lot of you know second cities really do. But I considered it to be an advantage not to be located directly in the white hot spotlight of downtown Seattle, because we weren't always compelled to chase the tech giants that everybody else is all falling over themselves for. But instead, we chose to stay fiercely loyal to our local community and the companies that were in the immediate surrounding area, which just so happened to be primarily industrial manufacturing and building companies. And we found that we really connected with their gritty, down-to-earth, hard-working, blue-collar ethic. And over time, as we continued to work with them, we started to recognize patterns and similarities that you all share. Now, you all have slightly unique business goals and aspirations, but your challenges down the line are pretty much the same. Maybe your billings have climbed, so you now find yourself competing on a bigger stage with larger regional and national clients, so you're kind of feeling that the way that you present yourself, your proposals, your image are just not as up to par as they were in the past. Possibly you're thinking about passing the leadership baton to the next generation, whether it's your kids or key staff members, and you'd like to map out a plan to preserve your history and values, but also set them up for future success, and then trying to do it without having the process descend into chaos or animosity. Lord knows you're struggling to attract and retain talent, but when talking to each and every leadership team without fail, the conversation turns to the common existential anxiety that everyone shares. That the building industry, much like all the others, is evolving at an exponential rate. And I don't need to tell you that there are way more people transitioning out of the workforce than entering it in the next 10 to 20 years. That the network of contacts that you've been spending your entire career building is evaporating in front of your eyes and being replaced by younger people who have no idea that you exist, have no interest in networking or trade shows or relationship building, and as a matter of fact are probably qualifying you or disqualifying you online right now before you even have a chance to open your mouth. Now the building and manufacturing industry is a great one to be in, and we've always been impressed by the gritty, hardworking people that we've collaborated with. But we all know that the industrial sector has always been notorious for lagging behind the times as far as self-promotion goes, and just like your business, if it just sticks to the traditional playbook that it always has, it's going to continue to get trounced by the more attractive options out there. Which brings me to my overall audacious motivating goal behind the Louder Builder program. I have two sons, a nine-year-old and a six-year-old, both with career aspirations of becoming superstars on YouTube. Well, that and owning a pet shop that sells nothing but spiders and centipedes, which I certainly hope doesn't happen. It's my crazy goal to help as many building services like yours, whether in person or on this program, to get louder, enhance your brand, develop smart marketing tactics, strategies to attract the best talent that you can find, so that you and other companies across the industry can scale and increase the level of your success, so that in turn the entire industry scales and gets more successful and becomes that much more attractive to the workforces of the future.
so that in 10 years or so, my boys, when choosing a career direction, might actually consider taking up a skilled trade like an electrician or a welder or something that's going to be valuable and rewarding in the future and not have the stigma that because they didn't go to college and work behind a computer at tech or finance or something like that, that they're, they weren't living up to their fullest potential. But instead, they and their peers thought that it looked like a really cool option. It deserves a fair shot at parity with the other opportunities, and if you're still listening, possibly you might feel the same way. But we got a lot of ground to cover before we ever get there, so let's get a move on here. If you have any questions or suggestions of what we should talk about, by all means, send me a note on louderbuilder.com. And uh, if it's an interesting enough topic and you're not careful, you might find yourself a guest on a future episode. But until then, I wish you well as you start to get serious about enhancing your image, smartening your marketing, and better promoting yourself in the building industry so that ultimately you can become what I call a louder builder. Thank you for listening to Louder Builder, a podcast dedicated to marketing in the building services industry. Be sure to like and subscribe, and don't forget to visit us on louderbuilder.com.